Welcome. You are listening to the Better Together podcast with Callie and Rosario Picardo. We take on topics involving marriage, ministry, parenting, communication, relationships, and other subjects that our listeners want to hear more about. Welcome to another edition of the Better Together podcast. I am your co-host, Rosario Picardo. And I'm your other co-host, Callie Picardo. And today we have with us Dr. Maxie Dunham. He is the minister at large of Christ Methodist Church in Memphis, Tennessee. But this man has done ministry just about everywhere. He served as the world editor of Upper Room, the devotional that I feel like every church I've been a part of has used. And then he was the president of Asbury Theological Seminary. He's a prolific author and has just really led in the church with a capital C throughout. And one of his most recent contributions is a new book called Saints Alive, A 40-Day Pilgrimage with Heroes of Our Faith. Maxie, welcome to the Better Together podcast. It's good to be with you all. Good to be with you. It's good to have you. And and it's especially good to to talk about Saints Alive. Amen. Yes. Amen. So where'd this book come from, Maxie? Where, where, why did you write this devotional? The, uh, the story of my life really is, is, is a story of, uh, of my assuming responsibilities to which I was invited, uh, for which I was really ill-equipped. Hmm. Uh, and you mentioned the upper room. Uh, the upper room invited me years ago uh, to join the staff to uh, develop a community of prayer uh, among their readership. They, the Upper Room had four million readers back then, and uh, they uh, it was published in so many different languages. And, and they wanted to do more than to just provide that daily devotional guide, and, uh, and especially with an emphasis on prayer. I don't know how I did learn much later how they got my name, but when they invited me to come and talk about that, uh, and when they began to describe what that was all about, uh, I told them that the the fact that they were interviewing me showed what a desperate strait the church was in, because I certainly was not a a champion uh, prayer warrior. Uh, and I, I was totally committed to the Christian walk and was seeking to develop that as intimately as I, as I could. Uh, and, um, despite the fact that I knew I was ill-equipped for the job, I, I just felt led, uh, to accept it. And, and I did, which meant that, uh, the demand was, was on me. And I began, I began to read everything I could wherever I could, you know, and uh, discovered very quickly that you can read a uh, hundred books on prayer and still not pray. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was one of the things that led me to write a, another the other book 
the workbook of living prayer but also as i became involved in in seeking out uh the greatest people i could find uh to speak to the spiritual walk the christian walk uh, i began to discover um all these uh, what we call saints and and I began to read them and uh, uh, became acquainted with a uh, a different uh, expression of the Christian faith in a lot of different ways. Fortunately, I didn't know it. Uh, I discovered it kind of accidentally. Fortunately, the Upper Room had published sometime before that um, a little. In fact, I call it my my box of saints. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had published 29 little pamphlets, really, uh, different, t- 29 different people who had written uh, the kind of literature that needed to be preserved and indeed was preserved. Mm-hmm. And they call that the, the great devotional classics. Well, I began to read uh, all these folks and uh, many of them, many of them, in fact, most of them, really, uh, I was reading for the for the first time mm. because I I grew up in a a very uh, uh, needy uh, climate and environment as it relates to reading and uh, that kind of thing way out in rural Mississippi and the little Baptist church uh, that I was cur- converted in and. Uh, had my initial uh, initial uh, Christian foundation would uh, would not have ever heard of Francis of Assisi or in any of these. Folks. Anyway, uh, I began to read those folks, and uh, and and they really they they really became uh, the source, really the primary source of my. Uh, expansion uh, of my understanding mm. of the faith and my really practicing uh, the faith, and uh, so I'm I'm dependent on those for years. Yeah. You know, I I keep that little box uh, right here in my study and pull it out now and then, and that's what happened, and that's how uh, Saints Alive came back during uh, the COVID. Uh, situation uh, we were shut in and and I knew we were shut in uh, so I, I just decided to relive with some of these saints and I pulled out my box of saints and I, I felt I was going to be uh, secluded for about 30 days and and I, I, I chose uh, 10 of them uh, thinking that that would get just reading those little pamphlets and praying with them would would get me through anyway that that's what happened uh-huh. and and I began to read these folks and and decided that if they had helped me so much, it may be that they'd have a message for for everybody <laughs> uh, but the way the way it happened uh in in terms of this book uh you know uh saints alive the way it happened was that uh i i 
I selected these 10 or 12 uh, saints uh, that that had meant, I, I shouldn't say the most to me, but yeah, I, I guess that would be the case, had meant the most to me, and, and began to read them. And there was no, uh, I had no uh, system in, in mind, but I, I did want it to be a reader. Uh, but I thought I'd just read read these 10 or 12 saints uh, in, in these little pamphlets, really, yeah. basically. Uh, and uh, I, I would find in each of them uh, what I thought was a great word that they needed to say uh, and that people needed to hear. And I would I would just concentrate on that, and and that's the way the uh, the book is organized. It's it's not organized. It's organized by by persons. William Law here. I've opened the day for yeah. William Law, uh, and uh, so I, I he talked a lot about being centered in God. Hmm. So I chose that's the theme of that particular part of the the book centered in God and. I take the saints, <laughs> the saints' word about that, and I comment on it, and that's the it's the interaction between the between me and and the saint. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that the book is, and so it's 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 built around what I feel is a primary lesson of each of these persons and and i comment two or three days i mean i live with those those primary uh contributions for three or four days and then go on to go on to another thing (laughs) max you you mentioned william law what are um some of the others or what are one or two that maybe have impacted you the most with some of their teachings and why well, I was, uh, you know, during COVID, uh, we we were we were isolated, and uh, uh, it, you would think this this might be a little strange, but in 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 isolation, I began to think about community and why mm. community is, is so important. So a lot of uh, a lot of uh, the book will reflect not specifically on community, but that that's a, a bedrock of it all. Uh, but also the whole notion uh, of of salvation. You know what we we Wesleyans believe that we're going on to salvation and. Salvation is dynamic. It's not a one-time event. Uh, and so, uh, you know, I, I, I wrote a lot about grace. And, uh, and I listened to these saints speak about grace. So it was, it was the kind of thing, it is the kind of thing that I think uh, any Christian uh, should be <laughs> should be interested in uh and if they you know if they want to hear uh people that are recognized uh 
in terms of uh, particular issues, uh, then 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 they ought to read this book. <laughs> yeah. Is there any topic that you really feel like the saints really addressed well that we've kind of lost in the church today? Well, the as um, as human as they were, and certainly they were, as human as they were, they obviously, and this is the big issue, they obviously stay centered uh, more than most of us Christians do. <laughs> I, really I, I know that's true. I get so easily distracted just by daily life. And I feel like, oh, God, I've. I've just gone on my own way again. Let me come back to you. I feel like I'm always trying to come back. And that gift of being staying centered, that really is hard. Yeah, and, and they they also ad- addressed um, some of the issues that we uh that we constantly wrestle with. You know, uh uh how we how we really relate to ourselves or how we think about ourselves and and we um you know we we get down on ourselves uh, you know i do <laughs> and 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 begin to really become negative about who i am and uh, myself and it it interested me that i found uh uh one of the saints that helped me a great deal uh, and talking about how we're how we're to love ourselves, mm-hmm. uh, and, and there's a difference between loving ourselves and self love. Yeah. You know, and 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 that 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 was a very helpful thing for me in terms of my ongoing pilgrimage. It, mm-hmm. it, it's that kind of thing, really, throughout the book. What would you, who would you say that you weren't as familiar with or maybe didn't identify with extremely well, like maybe a Wesley or, you know, uh, St. Francis of Assisi who? Well, uh, you you know, Francis of Assisi, of course, but uh, the, uh, I, I, I really, uh, knew some names and and had read some folks that I, that I didn't consider in this category you know mm-hmm. like Calvin John Calvin you you wouldn't think a Methodist would be too impressed with him uh he, he, him being the father of the Presbyterian world but you know I found some of the writings of John Calvin very 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 helpful. And and the more contemporary people that I hadn't considered in in this uh, line, like Kierkegaard and uh, Bonhoeffer, of course, Bonhoeffer is is the I'd say the most most modern or the most contemporary of of all the figures that that I that I have in this book. But he he. He had a lot to say about community, uh, but he also, I mean, he was a champion, a champion of of the gospel. Mm-hmm. And when you think about it, his whole life, I mean, that's yeah. he died uh, because he would he would not uh, identify with uh, 
the church that was identifying with the culture in in Germany. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know they tried to get him to leave Germany as far as but like, no, you need to be out of here. He said, no, I've told others they need to be willing to die for their faith. I need to be willing to die for my faith. I need to to support the church, the real church in the midst of Nazism. Like I need to get them to wake up. Yeah, I just um I just discovered uh and I, I'm not I'm not immersed in this enough to talk a great deal about it, but I just discovered uh, uh, a letter that the Pope, the Pope, the then Pope, uh, back during his time, wrote, uh, which which was a a good letter. It was a good statement of the gospel, but people were being burned and killed when he was writing this letter uh and there was no uh no sensitivity to mm. what was happening to god's people yeah. hmm. and again naturally we're thinking about that these days with with what's going on there and again uh i um uh, i'm in close contact with and in fact, Jerry and I support a little bit financially uh, a Palestinian mm. Christian who's who mm. lives in well, he his ministries in Nazareth, mm-hmm. uh, and and we have to be careful mm. uh, in in terms of uh, how we view all of that. Yes, Hamas. Hamas is not a good representation of of the Palestinian people. Yeah. And and there there are a lot of Christians, a lot of Christians in Palestine. Yeah. There's a lot of Christians in in what is now Israel. Mm -hmm. Uh, So anyway, it uh, I uh, I I I hesitate to say this, but I really like to think of myself and I'm challenged by thinking of myself as a world Christian. Yes. Mm. And and the reason for that is I was exposed and, and most of it began when I was with the upper room because I, I traveled all over the world and and was exposed to Christians who were laying down their lives mm-hmm. for the faith, you know. So anyway, that's mm. a little digression, but it's yeah. a good digression when we realize where we're living and what's going on these days. Very true. Hey, Maxie, what's what's your hope for people as they read this book? You say that again. What is your hope? For people as they read this book, what do you hope will they'll receive or from the Lord or come yeah. away with? Well, really, really two things. And the basic thing is that most of us, and I include myself in this, most of us are not serious enough in our pursuit of the Christian way, mm-hmm. uh, we settle into uh, what 
brought us into the Christian life and and our understanding of the Christian faith more as an introductory thing than we do as a as an ongoing life mm. and and the material in this book really leads people into a more expansive a more expansive understanding of and hopefully uh living of uh the christian faith mm-hmm. yeah. but the second thing is it's it's it, it's not less important but it's less dominant in in what's communicated throughout the book i do believe that uh, all of us have a calling and it doesn't matter who we are mm-hmm. uh, that calling is important yes and uh how we express it uh may may not may not be among a lot of people that are expressing it that way but no matter how we express it because of the the uniqueness of us persons every person has a gift of ministry mm-hmm. to offer the church yeah and connected with that second point i'm making is uh the nature of the church uh, i think we we have a limited understanding of of the church and and i think living with these people and hearing what these people say and and knowing how they live the faith mm-hmm. really expands our notion of the body of christ yeah that's so good. And it's true. You know, it, you don't have to be ordained to as a clergy person or as a pastor to to have a calling and you can go deeper in your faith. And, you know, I know all three of us are fans of seminary education. We've all been involved in seminaries and leading in those ways, but you don't have to go to seminary to follow God. And there are ways like this book to open yourselves up to hear from some of the saints throughout history to go deeper in your faith and to get a different perspective. So Maxie, thank you for doing this work, for bringing it in a way that is very accessible, that over 40 days you can experience some of these saints that are no longer alive on this earth physically, but they're alive living on through their work. Thank you for doing this. Yeah. Well, thank you all for giving me the opportunity just to speak a word uh, it absolutely uh, i uh, i don't know how to say this I, my ministry uh has been so rich and mm-hmm. so full and and fortunately expressed in so many different ways because, because i have uh and I, I hesitate to talk like this. Uh, I have sought to follow the guidance uh, of of the Lord, and and that has put me mm-hmm. uh, in places where uh, I've had to express ministry in di- different ways, and that's been such a a wonderful, wonderful, mm-hmm. rich thing, uh, and. I, I don't expect 
that to be the degree <laughs> that many people will have. But the variety of that is is the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's that, an adventure when we follow Jesus, when we let God have control, when we're leaning in and saying, here I am, God, use me. At, and Lord, equip me. Help me. Where, where do I need to turn? How do I need to go deeper? And Lord, but I'm available. Yeah. 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 Well, Maxie, where can folks get this book? Where can they find Saints Alive? Well, where did I get it? Where 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 could someone else get it? Where where could one of our listeners, if they want to make a good Christmas gift? Yeah, they might be thinking, I need. I think this would be a good Christmas gift for my spouse. All right. Well, the the primary place I know would be readily available would be at Seedbed Natural. Uh Uh, but I would think that uh, certainly Amazon, you know, that those are the places you can get it quick. You can get right. it from Amazon in two days. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So Amazon, uh, Seedbed, uh, I, I don't, it's according to where you are. You, I know that uh, uh, some of the regular bookstores have it, but I'm, I couldn't tell you which ones. Yeah, but those are some it, good spots to online get. to get. Yeah, the online thing is so much easier for everything. Yes. Uh, That's wonderful. Well, friends, this has been Dr. Maxi Dunham pre- talking a little bit about his new book, Saints Alive, a 40-day journey. And I've lost the full title. There we go. A 40-day pilgrimage with heroes of our faith. So, Maxie, thanks for joining us today on the Better Together podcast. Thank you all. I really appreciate it. And pardon me for being a little bit late. It's okay. Well, friends, share this podcast with someone you know. Let it be an encouragement of digging into the saints of old and how uh, there's something in it for us today. And until next time, remember, we are better together. God bless.